Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 3, Episode 9, the penultimate episode of the third season, titled The One Where the Sun Comes Out. It's not tomorrow, it's today. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Keen Cobb. Hello. And Tia Kemp. Hello. Thank you both for being here. Uh, Jack has the night off, and Molly will be joining us for the next episode. All right, so... Uh, before we get into our first impressions, I want to mention that I am on location in Philadelphia, which is why I may sound a little bit differently. I don't have my full Crossroads Comedy studio theater set up, which is basically just in my basement and a uh, separate microphone. Uh, and why am I in Philly? Because we have shows going on here starting tomorrow, which is June 11th through the 13th uh, with both Tia and Keen. And they're going to be a great time. Um, T is doing no diggity with Keen in there. Uh, Keen is in study hall. Uh, Keen had posted something about being in like all but two of the shows. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was. Go to xroadscomedy.com for information on those shows and more of our podcasts. All right, let's hit those first impressions on this penultimate episode. Tia, oh, what do you got? I'm disappointed because my, my parents lied to me. They lied <laughs> to all of us. They slept together. Yeah. Adrian and Lynn. Well, that sounds weird because your parents do sleep too. Anyway, <laughs> I, basically I looked up to them as like the leaders and I cannot believe they lied. That whole thing. I was following Liz. I'm like, oh, she just didn't want to have a baby with Ian. That checks out. <laughs> oh, she was singing, you know, fly away, rockabye baby Adrian. <laughs> Oh, she was, oh, she was singing all right. Different microphone. <laughs> Rocking something. But yeah. I was just so bummed about that. And then um, I guess uh, it was nice to see Cheryl Hines, which was interesting because she was introduced by a character named Cheryl, but her real name was Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, but also super frustrated with how that whole thing with the office kind of played out. The poor mailroom guys. Uh, yeah. and, and there's a lot of other stuff. Obviously, Maya sucks. Roland sucks, but we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as Adrian said, it was a moment of weakness, Tia. <laughs> it was a moment of weakness. Mm -hmm. King. Uh, I'm glad that my champion has returned. Uh, <laughs> you thought she was done. You thought she was gone. She was dominating at that damn uh, call center. Up there, kicking her feet up, sharing like eating random pickles for no damn reason. It was great. Yeah. And then when Blum Blum came in, just like, uh, get out. We gotta get out of here. If not, I'll also look to someone else. <laughs> uh, and yes, and I've told you earlier, I can't stop talking like Blum. So get ready yeah. for that. Um, but no, I I enjoy this a lot for penultimate. It was really good. Um, I did. I expected the the union of Blum and and Maya. I enjoyed it. Um, my only, uh, oh, I, here's the thing. I enjoyed the, uh, the Cheryl Hines stuff, um, for the simple fact that they're actually having these conversations. I love yeah. the fact that like, they want to, some people from a distance might say like, okay, a big black law firm, everything's great there. Uh-uh, mm, it's still, it's still the shits. And this might be, it's crazy to think like this, but like, I'm trying to think of something else. This might be the best race stuff I've seen written, not by black writers. Like, I'm not sure if the entire team, if they got a few black writers here or there, but like, 
uh, the Kings, I know you're listening. Great job. This is uh, this is some good stuff. This is sensitive. It's sensitive, and it actually is willing to talk and have those conversations. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, sure. I I also enjoyed the episode. Um, love Cheryl Hines as an actress. She's fantastic, and within this role, uh, she made a what would generally be an unlikable character more tolerable even the the quirks of the character i think uh, i'll talk a little bit more in depth about that of course it in the end didn't matter bye-bye chum hum um the maya and blum stuff yeah keen gotta hand it to you uh you did kind of uh call that one um i i mean we'll see within the next episode where things uh where things end up um but within this one yeah there is a union of the two towers um so there we have it uh, the, the hearing was a farce, <laughs> you know, anything with, uh, Roland Blum involved is going to be a circus and boy, was it a circus, um, Tia's background for those playing at home is Roland coming into the hearing with that shirt on, uh, Roland Blum did not, Roland Blum did nothing wrong. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yeah. Um, and the book club stuff. Yeah, uh, Rochelle can go fuck herself. Um, <laughs> like, My God. Really, absolutely. Just, I feel the exact same way. Shut uh, the fuck up. But, Terrible. I know. I know. I know. There is like later on we're gonna talk about the one quick thing with them that I like the one the part or the thing with the book club that I love seeing is the fact that like this is exactly how really. No, not really good. This is how most super villains start. They <laughs> yeah. think they have, seriously, they think they have a just cause. And some just may have a just cause. But when, when shit starts hitting the fan and things start developing, all of a sudden different little things start splintering off and start forming like new ideas. And mm -hmm. the fact that they went mm -hmm. from, hey, we got to make this unpopular as as unpopular as much as much as possible to hey we're just gonna call a hit squad now like what the fuck <laughs> yeah craziness yeah. yeah i well can we are, is it okay if we talk about the book club yeah let's just start there yeah so i i love how what diane started with the valerie wants us to go on we have isabella getting text messages from valerie and she's like mm -hmm. look what valerie said and then even when uh, Diane called her out and she's like, Valerie's not texting you. That is from your number. I had to investigate. And, and then Isabella stands up and she's like, this is exactly what Valerie said. But after, like the commitment of Isabella yeah. just kind of like having her phone and being like, you guys, like Diane wasn't down with this from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I just admire her commitment. Like mm -hmm. she, she was just so distraught. And Valerie, meanwhile, is just chilling in jail, has no idea. No clue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, she's eating chicken nuggets and apples. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I'm just blown away by how horrible these women are and how far they'll go. Um, even though Diane has provided evidence and has investigated that the text messages are fake. Yeah. And that moment with Isabel, Isabella um, was one of my favorite moments of the, the episode, <laughs> just because the, the, the quick back and forth was like, well, then who's sending me these texts? <laughs> Uh, because you made that up. It's your number and you sent it to yourself in that Diane Lockhart delivery. 
you fucking uh, idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And they're like, show us the evidence. <laughs> right. We don't believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. So the, the deal with this storyline uh, is this Michael Tyrek. Uh, he's, a, I think, a stand-in for Stephen Miller within. I think so. Yeah, within within this. Um, and he is in charge of the terrible, in this world, terrible border policies and putting the kids in, in cages, inhumane treatment. Um, some deaths have uh, occurred as a result of mistreatment. And the book club is like, let's kill him. <laughs> let's take him out. So yeah. uh, he's not, he's not a factor and they'll see how serious we are, blah, blah, blah. Um, and basically happens. Yeah. I, a prank I, gone wrong. Right. I don't condone murder, but thank you to you. Right? I was I wondering. <laughs> yeah. Let's just I, say here and now. Offense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also I, do not condone. I, in fact, I abhor it. I abhor oh. murder. Oh, uh, abhor. Ditto. Okay. Got Unless it. it's going back in time and killing baby Hitler. Right. That's, yeah. That's, that's kind of a, the line there, um, the litmus test. But would you kill baby other? Um, it is. I don't want to say they have a good point, but when you think about all of the evil things people do to innocent people, but meanwhile the evil people of the world who killed millions of people, they just get all old and gray. You know, they get their rickets and you know their teeth fall out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one of you have you been planting your nose? Oh, that's why I sent it by it <laughs> because I didn't want to talk about it on the, on the podcast. You have to edit that out. <laughs> I do now, yeah. Um, okay, so, um, oh gosh, edit this whole part. Okay, so, but yeah, evil people just live to be old and gray and all the innocent, you know, the babies and, you know, people who've done nothing wrong who, you know, I don't know, I, like adopt squirrels. They just mm-hmm. like die and no, there's no one to defend them because the good people wouldn't do the evil things that evil people do. So in some ways I appreciate the book club, but they are also, it's it's a little too much. That's why I have to say, I don't condone murder. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely agree with you with that point. Uh, but I hate saying like this, but like that's that old saying, the good die young. And uh, another saying that I took from the Batman movie, uh, you that die the hero, you live long enough to become the villain. Or <laughs> like you were giving, giving examples, uh, you live long enough to keep staying the villain. Um, right. But the, the crazy the, the thing with them, as far as like killing people and trying to kill people, uh, two things. One, I don't take the term swatted seriously because I just imagine a bug getting hit. Um, which now that I think about it, it makes more sense to say swat it. But the other thing is like uh, Batman always, I'm sorry for bringing him up, but Batman always struggles <laughs> with this. Never it's apologize like, for bringing up Batman. It's the moral code. It's like his belief is it's wrong to take a life. You shouldn't take lives. So he's going to do everything possible to get people the help they need so they can be better people. Problem is a lot of people are too far gone because like their biggest thing that they'll pull on him is like you let the joker live and the joker has mm-hmm. killed numerous amounts of people but he, in my batman's mind he thinks he'd be just as wrong for taking a life yeah. and not trying to save it so that, that i mean i think i think in this one episode i mean it's been building obviously but like that's where the book club is and they've already gone over the edge a while ago so yeah just like the fight club 
<laughs> yeah, yeah you know, talk, a, lot of, a lot of parallels there. Yeah, all they do is talk about book club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on. Um, is yeah, Rochelle so the, Diane? What's that? Is Rochelle Diane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is she still they doing are, shrooms and we're all tripping? Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they actually do confront them with the evidence and they're like, yeah, but so what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, we're so beyond that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Here we are. Which you is like killing people now, so no. Well, yeah. what's they interesting got, They got to taste the blood. Nope. <laughs> that's what, um, that's kind of how Diane felt, which is why she was like, mm -hmm. oh, Valerie, you know, and she could have just said that, you know, like, hey, this is funky, but we're already, we're moving forward. I believe in us, da, da, da. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I, I really hope Valerie comes back just to be like, what? <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so wild. Mm. I want to press the button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Diane, love that delivery she has. Um, yeah, and then we, well, actually, that's part of another storyline. Um, anything more in the book club for now? All right, then let's go back to just a quick bit about this, because it looks like it's official. Uh, we got to open up the vault and get me some, some points for the judgeship. Uh, nice. Julius, uh, he's, he's going to be a judge, circuit court judge. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, it, the, the vault, the door seems to be stuck. Mike, I can't open it because Whoa. we haven't, we haven't really seen Julius in a robe or anything just yet. So I don't know. Do you have to wait a little bit? So we know for sure. Do you want to just go ahead and Oh, it's uh, I'll, so I'll heavy. You, I'll tell you what. Uh, if it doesn't come to pass in the next season, we can retroactively <laughs> yank, deduct those points. Uh, okay. And if it means I have to come back from the uh, from Cabo San Lucas uh, yeah. in the middle of my stay, uh, enjoying my winnings, then then so be it. Okay. Um, but yeah. for now, uh, we got those uh, points. Let me see what that was. What that was worth, Julius becoming was it like eight i think it was like 8.5 yeah um hang on one second almost got it here we are um julius leaves the firm again and the trump admin plays a part it is 7.5 excuse me so there we are thank you for your honesty mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it was 12 points um, <laughs> yeah so there's there's that uh and well, this is part of the next episode. We'll discuss it. Discuss it then, because I'm hitting on another one. I might have to parlay that into uh, our next season. Season locks. Uh, so, um, anything on Julius and the judge? Oh, actually, the way that that comes out is during the hearing. Uh, or no, it was in with Brenda. Uh, the, with Brenda yes. Um, yeah. And and she was like Diane and uh, Liz are like, huh? <laughs> What's she talking about? Well, I mean, they the whole office thought that Julius was sleeping with Marissa. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he spit out his drink or whatever. Yep. It got all in his face. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Which that's I've never seen a spit take like that. How does it how you spit like not, not against the wall or nothing? Just into <laughs> open space. But water came back. <laughs> what? Like I, I don't that math is wild. Defies the laws of physics. Yeah. Um, like the magic loogie in Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you can tell, I think between the office 
thinking that Julius and Marissa were sleeping together and then us finding out, you know, the whole thing with the perjury and Adrian and Liz actually sleeping together. Mm -hmm. Um, Brenda, AKA Cheryl Hines, she's just super chill the whole time. She's just like reading from her notes, saying what people are thinking. And you could just tell like nothing surprises her. She doesn't like, she's not showing any type of reaction. She's just like, you know, except when she laughs. Right, except when she laughs, right. (laughs) I can't, I can't remember what it was called, but like that, the fact that in such a, like that is a, a super, like obviously it's, it's an obvious move, but it's still such a cool feature to have the one quirk of this very serious person and she can't control when she laughs. That's amazing. That's a beautiful little, uh, little character mm-hmm. trait. Yeah. Even delivering uh, bad news. She can't help it. Just <laughs> comes out. And then the exercises, like, like, yeah, this is a lifelong problem. I'm very, mm-hmm. and in fact, she has cards. Like, look, this is, I'm not really laughing. But here, here, take all of this. So cool. Yeah. Uh, so we're transitioning pretty easily right into the chum hum stuff. Uh, so what more on chum hum, Brenda, uh, the disagreements at the firm, the bullpen at each other's throats, poor Lance. Uh, <laughs> His name Lance. Like it's just, it's, he got one of those names that like you just make fun okay, of. Okay, Lance. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those. It's just one of those names. Um, I love, I love these parts because, like I said before, the fact like they, they are actually talking about those issues, and to be, um, what's been termed recently a cool, a blurred, a uh, black nerd to to grow up, uh, black and nerdy, was really difficult because neither. You, you you fought for each side because that's who you are like i remember growing up power ranger like power Rangers is my favorite shit was my favorite thing and i loved billy because he was the blue ranger but i got i got i got i got uh shit for it because everybody was like oh i love zach the black ranger and i'm like but i i wasn't cool and dancing i was a nervous kid scared of stuff like i was the chucky finster of my group so i was always scared so i i went with that so the fact that like and and they brought everything into it. The fact it was race, it was uh, it was sex, it was class. The fact mm-hmm. that the perfect thing was like uh, mailroom was like it. Whenever it's about a black thing, it's all hey, we all together. But uh, when it comes to like the pay and the class, you don't even know my name. She's like that shouldn't matter. <laughs> it kind of does. You just proved this point. <laughs> like, you yeah. wouldn't think enough of them to remember his name. Like come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I yeah I agree. And and through all that though. Marissa still uh, manages to be annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, just sit there, shut up, eat your food, just like chill. Like, this is not your time. When she's like, they paid you your money (laughs) with the the bonus. And I'm just like, you're still new here. Like, I could not, I could not work alongside Marissa. But um, yeah, I just cringed the whole time with, uh, just the whole thing and it so many we say this all the time with this show but it definitely like mirrors real life like even when people are in diverse settings you know there just tends to be segregation or people can like gather but then when you look at you know particular events or when people get to choose you know it tends to be segregated so Mm -hmm. um yeah but it's also part of me it's like i you know that stuff should also just be organic because when you force it it's not 
good either. And we see in a later episode, just kind of, it's important for people, I think, especially black people to have a safe space when you're constantly having to, um, you know, adapt and code switch in a lot of settings and you can't be your full self. Like we even see it with the partners when it's like, oh, you know, uh, be angrier, act like this and act like that. Like they yeah. are the highest paid people and they still in their profession don't necessarily have a safe space. They're like exploited yeah. or having to be stereotyped in some way. So um, anyway, I, I'm, I, I think through this whole thing really, yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate that Brenda didn't have that nuance to see, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, oh, here's the solution is add more white guys to the mailroom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything, uh, any, anything else that pops out? I love uh, seeing more of the, the firm, the fact that there's so many. And I, I think it's cool that they keep the same folks like hovering around as yeah. like background, but they'll throw them lines here and there. Like, uh, I, can't remember his, I, I can't remember his name, but the uh, young black lawyer, bald, with yeah. a beard. Mm-hmm. He's around a lot. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. They, I, they just start talking more about uh, the woman with the uh, with the curl, the curly hair. They're all Rosalind. Of course they got Rosalind, Rosalind. Yeah. Thank you. Can I yeah. remember her name? Um, Lance. <laughs> Lance. <laughs> um, and uh, speak. Yeah. So like, it, it was cool to see that fill out, and it's the same. The only the last time I I think uh, a mailroom guy talked, I think Jay was investigating something like season two or one. That was like the last. No, it was the. Um, the uh the episode where they spilled right they thought yes it was that episode he talked to somebody in the mail room and i think yeah. it might have been the same guy that, that said something on the steps mm. yeah mm-hmm. oh the, the guy that you're talking about um keen uh with the bald head who was talking that's kevin ah mm-hmm. uh, okay yeah <clears throat> the one who got excited about the kardashian showing up as well <laughs> it's just like hanging out <laughs> yeah uh within this thread adrian is like had it uh, he's like, that's it. We need to come clean about oh, everything, yeah. all of it, everything that we've been hiding, everything we've been working to avoid and keep keep quiet. Just get it all the fuck out there. Um, so that's, I'm guessing, one of the ways in which this title comes about, um, the one where the sun comes out, isn't just literally within the show, but as they say about the truth, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Uh, so there's a lot of disinfecting going on within this episode, a lot of truth coming out uh, in all of these different storylines. Um, and Adrian and Liz, uh, truth coming out there, uh, as, we've, as we've talked about. And he wants to talk about it. She says it was a mistake. Um, no, she and, says she didn't, but she also says she didn't regret it. Uh, hesitatingly, because uh, he, he asks if she regrets it and she's like, what do you want to hear? <laughs> you know? Oh. <laughs> What do you want to hear? And then he's like, ah, forget it. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Get out. Um, yeah. So if the worst part about that is it forces us to realize that Ian was right, ill. Yeah, that like is gross. the worst part. Mm, yeah. 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 Yep. Um, um I think the, uh you just mentioned like the, the the day that the sun came out. I think that was the coolest spot or the coolest um use of that is the fact that everyone read it while the sunlight like splashed over it mm-hmm. which is really cool yep best disinfectant title of our episode um and yeah i like when diane is just after they've read it and diane is just like 
where would, someone says, where are you going? Uh, she's like, out in the sunshine. All of our problems will be here when I get back. Um, and she does. And they come back and, yep, all still there. Yep. <laughs> and more. <laughs> so she found more trouble out in the sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Freaking Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Fuck Rochelle. Rochelle, Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> Made a long journey from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> Rochelle, Rochelle. Um, okay, let's head over to Maya and Blum. Well, with just the, more? The, no, just the start of uh, with Maya and Blum. Before we can get to Maya and Blum, I was surprised to see Lily uh, oh, yeah. back yeah. from. Mm-hmm. Lee, Lyman, Brady Bunch and Associates from their olden <laughs> times at yeah. the old mini named firm. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was that was cool. And I'm glad that they had like the little preview and the little mini TVs at the start of the episode mm-hmm. um, because they had they obviously knew they had to remind us like, who is this? Who is this young lady that's super chummy with Maya? So I'm I'm thankful for for the heads up that uh, mm-hmm. Lily is, is I don't know what she went through, but now she's working at a uh, consult a lawyer yeah. and Maya is super chill. She had on a beanie, a jean jacket, just a totally different person. She was like hipster Maya. Yeah, um, bad yeah. employee Maya. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think she was real Maya. The fact that like, so? yeah, I keep, I keep saying like, um, you're, you're a lot more like your family than you want to believe. Uh, especially if like you were like raised but I mean like DNA isn't everything like some traits might pop up here and there but if you do the like uh, one quick thing really weird I I realized a few years ago whenever I'm like sleepy I'll be like just playing with my hair and then I realized thinking back my mom used to always do that and me just being around that's something I picked up without even really thinking about it Um, so her her doing that or like chilling out eating pickles having a good old time (laughs) relaxing all cool shooting maybe maxing i don't know <laughs> but um but yeah she i think this is i said i said it uh i said it episodes ago we're seeing the monster the monster is still forming mm-hmm. and it's almost there i think i think uh next episode it completes itself but it's that monster is brewing and a oh, real quick thing too i love that the start of this their transitions from scene to scene was uh as one person would say fucking gorgeous a thing of beauty a thing (laughs) of beauty i tell you uh because if i remember right they started with uh diane and diane called luca and asked her what's going on and luca's like yeah yeah but i'll I'll let you know it ends the call with them i can't remember i can't remember exactly how it went from i think somebody brought her up or something happened and it showed the accident and then it it it, it shifted into maya Mm-hmm. And then before Maya left, the water was dripping and then it shifted over into like it was mm-hmm. just uh when they do little tricks like that, I just love it. It mm-hmm. was exquisite. Yeah. I can't do it as there well as you. Yeah. I'm not as I don't have it the gutter all as you, much back. You fulfilled okay. it though. You, <laughs> you fulfilled the quota. You had to do one yeah. blum. I had to. Before, yeah. Pia has started the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh and once you get started. It's gonna it's gonna happen again. <laughs> I I think I think uh, I think I, I'm getting more in line with those Blum voice because it reminds me of Spike from uh from Tom and Jerry mm-hmm. uh, when he's like uh hey oh. that kid hey that let go my little guy over here like it's <laughs> just yeah yeah I still hear Al Swearingen and Al Pacino mixture 
Um, so yeah, Maya's uh, relaxing all cool at her, <laughs> at her job. And uh, here comes Roland and he's got a job for her. Uh, and then it cuts right to a, a sex party of some kind, whenever, whenever the hell was happening in there. A Tuesday. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wants her to be like an office manager. She's like, I don't want to be your office manager. I don't want to be your secretary or anything like that. Um, and he basically gives her a budget. They settle on $50,000 a month uh, mm-hmm. to basically start up a firm, build a firm from the ground up. You got to get out of this, uh, scumbag place that you're living clients don't want to come here blah 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 and they do a pre-covid spit handshake um <laughs> although i don't see roland obeying the social distancing or At wearing all. a mask yeah um yeah i guess we'll see if he appears in, in later episodes beyond this season um and she she brings in lily to uh join this new firm um what so happened to the other firm. what happened to the other one wasn't there someone to her right yeah oh, sandra. Uh, sandra yeah the, yeah, the disrespect continues. Mm-hmm. He got rid of Sandra. Poor Sandra. Yeah. Um, and he's got what is the deal? What's the deal with, <laughs> with the entourage? You were uh, gonna say what's the deal with the dildo? <laughs> <laughs> what's the dildo with the deal? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he he has so many people following him around. Why? I mean, because they're stealing he- from him. Remember. Yeah, eight hundred to the tune of eight hundred thousand dollars. I loved, I loved how they looked at each other, like, "Oh shit, we're caught!" And then and all of a sudden, <laughs> one of them is the secretary and don't know how to answer yes. the phone. That was there on the floor. I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she did. She's like, it was on the floor. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it important then? um yeah eight hundred thousand dollars uh they've lost five clients they can't reach him and he's he sees the office and he's like i hate it i don't want to be here um and she's like well let me just show you where you're going to be spending your time and she has this completely rolling blummed up office for him um and he's just immediately falls in love you get me yeah you got me yeah yeah um yeah uh who was the guy that they that they were meeting with? It was somebody important that knew the dad. I think that's going to come back. I don't know who it was. I'm assuming it might be like Republican Tide. Definitely yeah. Repub- Republican Tide. Um, yeah. But I, 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 be, being a, at the same time, quick study, but a, a knowledged uh, good fight personnel, because uh, we've, uh, consume two seasons in like a month probably or two weeks <laughs> yeah um, we we're doing the intensive exactly i think uh i think they are uh they like sprinkling things here and there make you let you let you forget about it and just bring it right back so i wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if he's a big not a big name but like he comes back in the next in the next season or two okay okay uh you might want to save that for your locks all I right. always remember my current watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can remind you uh, real quick. So, Keen, uh, baby Joey will have a baby's day out. God damn it. Uh, Maya breaks up for sure. Finally, done, over with Amy. You know, maybe? Like, who knows? <laughs> uh, and a Tony Award-winning actor will guest star and be an asshole with a mention of royalty. I'm not even that sure guy's- what that means. Me neither. Uh, I'm super. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
so what else happened here? Well, we're having drinks with Marissa. Yeah, I was gonna say, speaking of Maya breaking up with Amy, which we still don't know what's going on with that. Uh, yeah, uh, what a little bit of your extra time and your uh, <laughs> yeah, Marissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so, I don't know, it's so funny how Marissa's like, yeah, like, I don't wanna mess up our friendship. And then as Maya, knows she's going to betray her she still kisses her <laughs> like it's like the kiss of death it's like it's the don't, juice. don't be mad at me yeah it's like don't be mad at me Mwah, bye and then that's like, the Dash. that's the that's Would the slick move uh, yeah don't quote, kiss me if you're gonna betray me to quote jesus christ superstar <laughs> would you betray me with a kiss so nice that's what it is that's what it is yeah, it's sure all is. biblical <laughs> Yeah, I did not like that. And oh man, I felt, oh, my stomach, like for Marissa, like she's that panic. I felt that like when she was like, you know, realizing what happened with Maya, you know, going to Blum and telling him about the other cases. And and then when she just kind of, she didn't even really find a place. She just like leaned up against a book <laughs> bookcase and called uh, Maya and just started bawling. Um, yeah, that was that was some good acting. Like she was really upset and hurt. And I felt I felt bad for yeah. Marissa. But I'm also yeah. like, you should have kept your mouth shut. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Uh and yeah, yeah. it's a, it's another thing where <laughs> the truth was being hidden and it came out in the sunlights. Um so in yeah, the I guess these, yeah, the sun will come out right now. <laughs> um so yeah, Roland is in the office with Maya, see she's upset and um uh, because she knows that how the firm is going to see this, how Marissa is going to see this. Um, and he's like, so tell me, <laughs> so tell weird, me, yeah. how can we, how can we use it? Oh uh, man. Yeah. But, and then after all of that, he still gets disbarred. And after all of that, Maya still doesn't show up to be his witness. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing, like, you know, spare me the tears and the dramatics, like when she's sitting there like, I have something to tell you. And then when he tells her, hey, show up at 12 o'clock for my, you know, my hearing and she doesn't show up. So I, I don't, what, question marks. Mm -hmm. Um, Heading into the hearing. Yeah, the shirt was pretty funny. He takes it right off though. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, and I think we've seen these people before too in either, I think it was the good fight because this guy looked looked familiar. We don't have Jack uh, and Molly here with us at the moment to uh, yeah. correct me or back me up because um, I do think that they look uh, they look familiar. Uh, that board um, and yeah, they bring up the uh, new accusations against Reddick, um, where because a couple of them don't know about these additional names that Liz has had. Marissa go out and do a little digging, find these extra names, and he's like, and, and they're false. Aren't they? And she's like, uh-uh. Nope. Um, and then Marissa leaves the room super upset. Um, so we have that whole that whole moment, just disgust, uh, calls up, my, you fucked me over. Um, yeah. So without getting into the, the beat by beat of this, uh, it's a mess. The whole, the whole hearing is just just a mess. Um, well, I was also, I was surprised how regular it was, how regular it ended up, you know? Yeah. Um, they were just like, oh, we're gonna recommend your department. They just get up and leave because everything in the show 
there's always some type of, you know, something that's quirky or, you know, out of, you know, it's like, oh, this is a TV show. And that just felt very like regular and boring, but that made it refreshing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love, Good. I love that. I would say I love that move because to me, now I'm, I might be wrong with this, but to me, when it comes to like uh, dramatic or over stylized stuff, they'll have a few things here, obviously with the shorts, everything like that. But when it comes to legal shit, it is what it is. Yeah. There's no yeah. like, I beg of you, your honor. No, mm -hmm. get us on decision. Live with it. Yeah. That's it. Wait, you have to you have to do that in a blum voice. <laughs> That's my decision. All right. If you want to see <laughs> the fire within this volcano, believe you me, you will believe that you're in Pompeii suffering from <laughs> Vesuvius. All right. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he is in stunned disbelief how quickly that ruling came down. Uh, his first reaction is just, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, and then he just kind of freaks out talking about a phoenix rising from the ashes. Leviathan will sink all of your ships. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And I have in my notes here, this is not going to go over well for Maya. As we see in the next episode, didn't seem to matter. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> So he needs somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's pretty oh, much what he something. got. Yeah, there's. We didn't talk about uh, Diane's soliloquy. Diane's with, what? Uh, her soliloquy with Tyrek when he was talking to her from the oh, TV. Oh right, yeah, the little uh, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, weren't they talking about like abortion rights and all of it? Yeah, kids all and of cages, it. Yeah, uh, and, and when do you care? Um, they don't look like you. That's what, that's because that's what it of, was. Yeah. yeah. And they showed um, the little, they were like, well, you don't care about this fetus because it doesn't look like you. And there's like a close up of fetus. I was like, yeah. Oh my God, please. Mm. No. Yeah. Oh man. That's please. I, I, I feel bad. I wish I could be a lawyer for fetuses. Cause man, they'd be using their images without their permission all the time. It's like, mm. look at, <laughs> look at this. He's much like Valerie, the fetus has no idea that they're being exploited. None in yeah. such a way <laughs> uh so the way that they kill tyrek uh is they say it's a prank uh and then swat or whatever goes in and just shoots and kills him thinking that somebody was being held hostage or something yeah that's why we got to defund yeah. the police man it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> poor guy um and i i have more thoughts on it for the next episode but yeah it's like what do you what do you what are you doing that's like way too and you know a prank caller should not have that much power yeah. um, over an entire team of SWAT with all of their resources. It's like, y'all are dummies. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but that's America. And the uh, yeah. short uh, was about cultural appropriation. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty I good. think I, yeah, it was good. I think I, for, I forgot that that was a part of this particular episode. What were they connecting it to? Like, what was? Uh, I think some stuff within the fights in the bullpen. Report. Yeah. Yeah, within the report with the uh, different people. Because uh, it wasn't, didn't someone mention, uh, I there was a few things mentioned. One of them was like chopsticks, someone wearing chopsticks in their hand. Oh, hair. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that's yeah. Right. there was a few, few moments like that that, that popped up. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. pretty much the app. Any stray thoughts? <sighs> um, well, I hope 
I hope they change the situation in the bullpen and people can sit wherever they want, wherever they want. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Let me check. Uh, check in my notes. Okay, Marissa, ugly cry. Um, yeah. Now again, just really impressed with Isabella. Oh, I know what it was. Um, I also I think it's interesting this turnaround with Maya um, in that meeting that you mentioned, Mike, with the guy, the random guy who we didn't really know he was, who met with them at uh, Blum and Rendell, that uh, how Blum's like, this is the Rendell girl, <laughs> you know, she's a killer, like, this is Henry's daughter, um, and how that's, you know, being turned around, but I'm also like, but your daddy got arrested, though, so yeah. you want to keep saying that? I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, and he said that he was going to leave, but he's like, nah, I think I'm going to stay. Yeah. I think I'm going to stick with you because of this uh, uh, crook daughter. <laughs> Um, the I'm not sure if, it, if they did it in this one or if it's only in the in the next episode, but I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken, mistaken, <clears throat> it's it's Blum Rendell, but in court she goes by her mom's maiden name. I think. Yeah, I think she changed that now. I think now that uh, I think it was like that maybe a previous episode, but I think now that. Blum and her working together because even on yeah, the, the, the wall it says Blum well, yeah, Rendell and Associates. Yeah, I'm saying the name the name's there, but I'm almost positive. I think, and I'm sorry for jumping ahead, but I'm almost positive in the next episode when they present her, they're like Miss whatever, and it's it's um it's Lenore's uh name. <laughs> it's your neck. It's your back. It's everything. Yeah. Where? Yeah, come on, give us some Lenore. We haven't had anything. Oh man. Uh, let's hit those winners and losers. Um, let's do the losers first. Keen. Loser. Um, honestly, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the uh, Reddick Bozeman. Uh, I must say Colstead. <laughs> Reddick <laughs> Bozeman Lockhart uh, for the fact that they lost Chum Hum. Um, yeah. They said that that was their mm -hmm. biggest pull because obviously before before uh, Diane got there, it was majority uh, the police uh, police brutality cases, mm -hmm. which I don't remember the last one we had last time we had one. Yeah. Um, so they definitely went like super duper Hollywood. So yeah, that's a big big loss. Eighties to the tune of eighty six million dollars or so, if I remember correctly. Sheesh. Yeah. So they're gonna have to find that money somewhere. Tia. Uh, my loser for this episode, I'm just gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna say Adrian and Liz, that's okay. Cause mm -hmm. they be lying. And then Liz, cause she's still shredding paperwork even though later on, you know, they came back and shared everything. It's like, stop trying to shred that paperwork girl. Like that lie gonna come back. And mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still feeling weird about the perjury, um, especially because yeah. like Luca and other people are involved, and that's a weird trust brokenness thing. But you know that it was a one-time thing, so mm -hmm. they say. So they say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, my loser is Blum. He lost his license to practice law in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. at least Chicago, um, as we'll see in the next episode. He may take mm -hmm. a, yeah, he might be traveling. Um, but yeah, Blum is the loser, lost and was stunned to find that out. Stunned to find that decision, did not know what to do with it. 
um, and now is on a crusade, as we will see. Um, let's hit the winners, Tia. I kind of give it to Isabella <laughs> with her whole Valerie. <laughs> well, then who texted me? Um, definitely not the you same. Did. It was right? your number, and you <laughs> texted yourself. <laughs> This is not the same situation, of course, but just even the way she said it just reminded me like that Millhouse. Like, then why did I have the bull? <laughs> yeah. Even though Millhouse yeah. was the victim in that situation, but still mm-hmm. just like just her kind of why did around. I have the bull? Yeah. <laughs> Who's been texting? Yeah. So um yeah, Isabella's committed. Uh she's texting herself. Uh I want to throw Valerie in there too, um, because of the power she 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 wheels. Mm-hmm. book club group but yeah those are my my winners yeah team uh my winner is uh maya i knew because, it <laughs> because uh the monster within is is finally rising to the surface <laughs> the guy okay i'm about to say something weird that might sound wrong anyway uh <laughs> the, the monster from the sea aka godzilla is finally starting to starting to show itself um she's shedding the skin uh, of friendship and hey <laughs> hey it's lonely at the top uh, because you got to be by yourself mm-hmm. so she's shedding away all the all the all that shit she got rid of luca mind you this this woman was excited to see this baby probably haven't seen the baby since um became a douche at, at work which is great <laughs> um she she did bring up uh someone who was with her Literally from day one, literally from day one, uh, got her as the head of litigations, which is a jump. You shift from call center to like lead of a department. What? That's wild. Um, I don't know much, yeah. I mean, how much cases she's got, but definitely uh, Maya is the winner of this episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the winner being Julius Kane. Uh, Julius Kane, it is official. Uh, he is going to be a judge. Again, if it proves to be not the case, uh, you can pull me back from Cabo San Lucas, or as we call it, Cabo. Um, and it, it, it's out. He doesn't have to sneak around and be linked with uh, different people, such as Marissa, be, with uh, mistakenly putting them together in different ways. Uh, so the firm knows, and um, we'll see how they react to the news in the next episode. Um, uh, one thing I did like, one, one line of dialogue, I just noticed in my notes, um, when Julius is confronted by Liz and Diane, he says, I didn't do anything that would undercut my work here. And then Diane's like, except everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. Good times. All right. That will do it for, uh, this episode. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, me. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right.